0: Welcome to the Sunday Times Politics Weekly, where we unpack the week's big political stories. My name is Mike Siluma. First on the list of top stories this week will be the ANC's electoral crisis, where the party has failed to register local election candidates in a number of localities, some quite important for its performance. With our panel, we'll try to understand how the party could get things so wrong. After that, we'll look at government's efforts to extend the South African social security net and whether we are using the correct mechanisms to address poverty in the country. This, of course, off the back of the announcement and withdrawal of uh, Social Development's uh, Green Paper on Social Security Retirement. Uh, let's welcome now our guests: uh, Osman Wanjikisha, uh, who's the Sunday Times politics editor; uh, Zemasa Mtiwane, uh, who's the Sunday Times politics journalist, as well later as uh, uh, Dr. Lumbele Mondi, uh, who teaches economics at VETS University. Yes,
1: see, got all, man. This icon is racist. I have never, ever been a spy. Can the BBS Bank uh, loot? The problem is that pinky. I will never subject myself to whiteness. Order. I'm listening. Okay. Can you have
2: consistency, honorable yeah. chair? Corruption was an Olympic sport. They will always win gold. This is not a shape. arms, can you please come On in? Point of order.
0: Let, let us start with you, Mr. Shewa. What is the nature and extent of the ANC's candidate uh, registration problem?
3: It's 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 massive, uh, Um They 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 affected municipalities are more than ninety municipalities, according to court, court papers filed by the ANC in court. Um, it, it's huge numbers. Um, uh, it, it, in most cases, um, you find that they fail to to register. It's not even a single, uh, PR candidate, um, for, for, to contest in the election, which means that if the elections go ahead without, um, uh, those uh, candidates being registered, the ANC, um, would not be able to contest those, uh, those municipalities, even though they might have what candidates, but it means that they won't have any PR candidates, um, meaning they won't be able to form a government. Uh, after the elections, it's huge. Um, but, but, Mike, such, 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 such things are, are not new. Um, you may remember in 2016, the National Freedom Party, um, failed to register about, uh, 2000 uh, candidates. Um, it was the same matters, uh, people being, um, uh, candidates in wards where they are not registered. Uh, issues with, uh, with IDs and also payment, but it has never been to this extent. Uh, I think the, 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 the ANC is in serious trouble and, 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 and the people in Lutheran House realize that they are in trouble. That's why they panic. That's why they went to the Lutheran Court to try and rectify this problem. It is massive. Now, now, just,
0: just in terms of numbers, you know, you know, the, the, you, we, we're talking, about 90 municipalities this isn't about 90 out of how many in total just just for so that we, we we all get an idea of of, of the seriousness of the issue
3: no in the country we have we have about i think 273 or 74 municipalities um that we have in this country so 90 um it means you are, we, are, we are approaching half of that It's a huge problem from the for the ANC to, for them not to be able to contest in such municipalities. I was talking to someone who's very much involved in the elections of the ANC who was saying they, the problem is huge because what they plan to do is that they wanted to improve their they are they, 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 they are they are votes from about fifty four percent to about um between fifty five and sixty percent and if you can participate fully in about um, um more than ninety municipalities that means you you won't even go near uh those figures in fact they are they are saying that they would dip below fifty percent if the the matter is not resolved. Yes, Samantha, do, do you
0: want to come in here the the if, if if we look at uh, what 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 uh, Mr. Shobha has just outlined, what do you think is the is the, the potential in terms of uh, the number of municipalities, particularly the key municipalities uh, that currently are controlled uh, by the ANC, uh, that, that they, they stand to lose, you know, if they lose in their court contestation at the moment?
2: Well, as as things stand, um, the ANC has failed to register candidates. Uh, 94 years 94 uh and you know it's like, can can i make an example with kzn uh here you have 33 municipalities um that are affected and out of out of out of that 33 you have um a whole district whereby they did not register NEPR candidates for each municipality that falls under that district. And there are about five districts in that municipality. And it's 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 a district that the ANC has always struggled with, but they have been making inroads for quite some time. Um as, as especially with you know the unfortunate incidents with, with the NFP in, in twenty sixteen. So they were able to, you know, under Zululand to have Upongolo, um, yeah, Upongolo and, and another municipality, but now they do not stand a chance to even have one municipality. So that is how bad things are. Um just to zoom into one area.
0: In in, in terms of uh just to come back to you, uh no, I won't get it. In terms of the, the bigger metros, are, are are they in danger in the bigger metros? Of course they are,
3: Barbara, Mike, um, especially here in Johannesburg and Twan. Um they they failed to register a number of per councillors in Tuane, and in Johannesburg they even failed to register what 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 candidates. Um, these these are, uh, are metros where they are on the back foot. In Johannesburg they are ruling through a coalition with smaller parties and um they might not be able um to bring um enough um uh, votes on the table to be able to to form a coalition with those smaller parties because these are smaller parties one one of the parties bring one one, one seat the other ones will bring two and th- th- those are the parties that make up that government and and if uh the, the nc is unable to contest as many as six words in the city of johannesburg they might be in a position where even if all those parties can come and, and, and try and donate to them, they might not be able to have a government because they will fall short. And and maybe you might say a situation where a party like the DA is in a better position to to negotiate um, a government in in, in, that, in that kind of era, and in turn it just make matters worse uh, because they're They are already um, in the opposition, and and for them to come back, it will be really an an uphill battle.
0: Do do, do you know a, a lot of a lot of people? You know, will, will be looking at this and scratching their heads. You know, to say the the ANC is the biggest political party. It has been contesting elections since nineteen ninety four without fail. We would expect that by now they've got a well oiled electoral machine that that has got a timetable that has got uh, procedures for, for for contesting elections. That that this should be like normal procedure in 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 the party. Where where do you think things have gone wrong?
3: Here? Am I having listened to the to the ANC leaders trying to explain what went wrong? I don't think they they have a full picture of of really uh what happened um there's there's been a lot of finger pointing uh with uh, with people with leaders in, um, in 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 regions and provinces pointing fingers at Lutuli house and and and, and they're claiming that uh, provinces Used to upload their own candidates, and this time around, the process was centralised at the house, and the, and, and, the, and and the office that was in charge of the process was the the office of the secretary general. And they are saying that it's them who really failed to to deliver. Um, but if you if you talk to people into the house, they are telling you that there there, are, there are many issues. Uh, firstly, they, they they admit that the, they have there is a very short a space of time to 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 put together the candidates and 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 go through all those processes that they outlined uh, that they were going to do in choosing candidates and and then after after that was done they had um serious issues of of candidates who were registered where they were. Who are chosen as candidates where they are not registered as voters. For instance, from my, um, I, I live my home in, in, in Deben and I live here in Johannesburg and I forget that I'm still registered in Deben, but I'm a candidate here now. And if you register me as a candidate here in, in Johannesburg, it will surely kick me out of the system because I'm not registered here. Those were some of the issues. And, and, and it seems as if there were also a communication problems. We had Jesse Duarte uh, last week explaining that they just, there were instances when they couldn't get hold of the people that they needed she made an example of the regional uh secretary of twani that they tried to get hold of him, and they couldn't get hold of him until the deadline so he's saying there were issues with the system as well um there were times where the system just couldn't um uh, just couldn't upload they're saying an hour before deadline this was the worst time and and they have the udm backing their allegations um the, the udm um uh leader General Misa is saying that they, they reported the message to the IEC as early as ten in the morning to say that your system there's something wrong with your system. Please fix it. But it, they say it wasn't fixed. So there are a lot of of, of issues. But it also points also, primarily to, to, to an AC that is in disarray. We have a suspended Secretary General who's not there. Now we have an acting secretary general. Um there may be a lot of issues in that office, maybe that we uh we don't have, um, um, uh, information on what is happening there because if you talk to people who are lying to the suspended secretary general, they seem to be saying, Oh, this is what happens when you suspend a secretary general. Um, now you have someone who's acting in office and, 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 and things like this are, are bound to happen. And yeah, it tells you about, um, uh, ANC that is really in crisis. Um, And it seems as if its administrative side is also in crisis as much as its political side is in crisis.
0: Just off the back of what, what has just been, been saying, that I've, I've seen somewhere else, you know, a reference being made to the turmoil at Lutuli House, that it may have played a, a role. You know, for example, they are having staffing issues there, you know, where people are not being paid, et cetera, you know, very unhealthy stuff there. But also these this, this fictional things that, that maybe some people may think that they stand to benefit, you know, if if the party has a poor showing this time around. You know, as part of their broader fight, you know, uh, against the the other faction, you know, of of President Cyril Ramaphosa. Do, do you think that there's there's uh, there's credibility to that to that theory?
2: Well, on on the part of staff, you know, Pramik being demoralized, and you know, the 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 DSG even said that they are emotionally fragile due to not being paid for for quite some time, and you know, they still worked hard and you know to secure over this um, many registrations but but the fact that uh she was mentioning the mental state of the staff and the fact that the staff spoke of a go slow um just before the deadline that would have probably had an impact um on look on the issue of of maybe sabotage i i don't know. Um, I I don't want to say I don't think so because I mean the NC surprises us all the time. So uh, there is no evidence to to point to that at this moment. However, you have you you know you have regions where um, the secretary of the region has been asked to step aside because of a court case, and that is the person who has been handling the books who knows where what is and has you know probably been doing these processes prior and now you have that person replaced by someone who is just you know picking up at the last minute and trying to put everything together for for national to register so um you know some some people who i have spoken to have blamed um some of those issues to the lack of I, I guess I could I could say qualified people in in the right positions right from the regions, not only at Notuli House.
0: Do, do, what sort of fallout is is there likely to be a, as a result of this? Do you think there will be any fallout at all, or will it just be accepted that it was just you know uh, an an accident, you know, and, and people making honest mistakes? Uh, not like, do, do you think that, that, that there may be political fallout
3: out of this? But there's already people saying um, th- so this is what the new dawn looks like. Um, the, you have people who are saying this never happened uh, during uh, the time of the former president. And um, if we have to have an NEC uh, tomorrow um, I think those are the issues that will come out and, 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 and the, the former president's supporters in there will, uh, will just lay the, the, all the blame on, um, on, on, on President Ramaphosa's, uh, doorstep. But, but, but it seems as if there is, there is also disagreements within the ANC how this matter should be approached. Um, many are looking at the Concord to say that the Concord, um, might just save them. But there are some who are, are asking questions about whether that co- that court has powers to, to to make such decisions. I, I saw a tweet um, uh, this morning from the from the from the chairman of the NC in the Northern Cape, um, suggesting that if the court was to do so, it would be a serious case of judicial overreach. Uh, so th- th- that tells you that th- although many in the NC are looking at this and all praying and hoping that the court rules in the favor of the IEC so that there are, there are people who are really questioning that. And and those are going to be the debates once there is a for an ANC meeting, a formal ANC meeting that is taking place. Uh where they are, where the the same thing of thing finger pointing that as we have seen in the past week uh will we, is surely expected to take place.
0: So for now, the the next development uh, is going to be waiting for a decision of the of the concord.
3: Yes, it's a wait and see game now. Um, the IEC is expecting that decision will be made this week. And, uh, yeah, we are all looking uh, forward to that decision because the decision has to be made as early as possible, Bramack, so that if the Concord says that the elections are going ahead, the IEC will have enough time to put its machinery together so that the elections does, do take place and, and more, further delay would, would mean that the IEC won't be able to be uh, in a position to, to put together, um, uh, a, a, a free and fair election with all the, the, the resources. In, in where they are supposed to be, so they are saying that they need um, uh, a, a decision as soon as possible, so that if it's against them, then they are able to to move uh, ahead and, and 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 implement what they need to implement in order to have, uh to, to have the elections. Yes, Matuani,
0: the, the last the last word goes to you. Uh, I've, I've 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 heard some commentators saying that uh, because the ANC is the biggest party, it's, it's a big player in our political landscape. Uh, if it is not uh, able or allowed to to participate fully, it might uh, take away from the outcome of the of, of, the, of the of the elections. Uh, we, you know, I mean, they are they are hinting that there may be a whole lot of spoiled papers, for example. You know, you know, if the ANC is not on 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 the ballot papers, do 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 you see that kind of scenario happening?
2: Well, the ANC being the biggest party is is the money that it's given by South Africans, and it, it expires every cycle of, of five years. So I don't I don't believe looking at it from that perspective is um, the smart thing to do. Uh, and adding to that, I mean, even if there are spoiled ballots, um, there will be an election result, so it does not matter. Um, I I think there is a precedence that has been set. 2011, the IFP could not register, I think somewhere in Zululand and Pumalanga. 2016, um, the NFP did not pay. Uh, I think they missed it by a couple of hours, the deadline to pay and they were not allowed. Um, so I think for for the interests of, of a free and fair election and for democracy, uh, no favors should be done for the ANC. And um, what would perhaps, in my opinion, bring some sort of a protest from South Africans would be to see the courts doing favours for the ANC because they are the governing party.
0: I think we will leave it here for now uh, please keep an eye on developments uh, maybe we you give us an update again next week we'll do that Pramai. thank you thank you the English Premier League commentary streamed live and exclusive to you for
3: as little as three rand a day go to sportsradio.co.za show support for
0: your favourite team match of the day or any game you'd like to follow plus up to two hours of great sports audio Day. Sports Radio, home of the English Premier League live commentary. and supply. Now for the other big story of the week, uh, the decision to publish and then withdraw a green paper on social security and retirement. The question we ask is whether we're using the correct tools to deal with. Social security challenges faced by our country, and joining us now for that conversation is uh, Dr. Lumbele Mondi, who teaches economics at VES University. Well, uh, well, well, welcome to the show, uh, Dr.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yes. Now we, we seem to have a twofold problem: the current need, uh, where, among other things, we've got a 34.4 percent unemployment uh, challenge or problem, uh, if you like, and and secondly, a future a social security a problem you know, that, that speaks to people's uh, retirement. What should be the role of a social security system, broadly speaking?
1: A social security system uh, is a social contract. Um, um, a good example of that social contract uh, is the Scandinavian example where society agreed uh, for reconstruction following the Second World War on a set of values about what defines them. Uh, As well as ensuring that in that society, no one is left behind. Therefore, the state having a pivotal role to play in providing education, uh, shelter, and social security, that is pension. But that's being done in partnership with private sector, labor, and broader society. So this is the value that that society agreed to. Um, So therefore, when um, our department, our minister, Minister Zulu, uh, put that green paper on the table. Part of her thinking probably um, had to do uh, with just how deep uh, inequality, poverty, uh, and unemployment is in South Africa, that this economy excludes and therefore perhaps we need to come to some form of a social contract of what it means to be South African. Unfortunately, this had been misplaced in the sense that the South African government uh, and all its um, institutions has failed South Africa. And in that process, a new social contract has to talk to first a complete reengineering of the state. That is the ANC itself uh, changing uh, what it represents, but more importantly, the government of the ANC also showing signs that it's leading it's listening to South Africans, and it's putting South Africa interest first by itself, getting rid of some of the deadwood, the corrupt, and those that have been implicated in the Zondo Commission. So without that really, that paper was never going to have any support because it's being seen as a faction paper trying to assert a particular faction within the um, ANC, which is in complete disarray.
0: But, uh, uh, Dr. Mundi, let, let us look at broadly the tools that we have been using to try to, to alleviate poverty in, 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 in South Africa um, by way of, uh, you know, such as it is our social security network. We, we have got the child grants, for example, we've got the child grants, we've got the old age grant, and now we've got the, the, the COVID grants. Are we following the correct strategy? In, because it looks like we, 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 we are responsive. To sectoral need, as opposed to having a comprehensive approach.
1: Yeah, again, there just to take us uh, back, the Mbeki regime understood that growth should underpin any form of social support and social security. So when we are debating in the early 2000s um, the introduction of child support grant and sending teams to Brazil to understand the Bolsa Família. And how it could be replicated in South Africa, with government having taken having taken pain and shown uh, its true colours that it was a government that is capable, government that will listen, that government which was interested in growth, but at the same time to ensure that no one is left behind. That is why the child support grant had a lot of support from South Africans because they were seen as part of South Africans sharing and pulling up those that were left behind. However, I think. As years passed by, the ANC shifted to the left and believed that the the growth and the role of business did not matter and overstated the role of of, of government. And and not only did it overstate the role of government, it looked at and undermined many of the state institutions. Therefore, it's been one, 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 one path, a path that is following and listening to what is popular. So what we're seeing here is a party that is in disarray, is a society that is in, uh, facing uh, collapse and there is desperation of clinging to power and the root of doing so is becoming populist. So all these policies really, whether it was an extension of the age of accessing this grant um, the support around the, the Covid uh, uh, that we see now and the recent green paper. These are all populist policies which are hiding behind the blight of the poor to try and keep the ANC and, the, and its allies in power, given their poor management of South African resources and their appetite for power. So, this is nothing but really an ANC wanting to cling into power, given its unpopularity and mismanagement within itself, as it cannot pay salaries. But also with the birth of the society, as all institution fail and infrastructure collapses.
0: Now, uh, Doctor Mondi, you you you've you've just uh, uh, alluded to 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 what you what 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 you call the populist choices that 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 have been made. You know, um, if you look further down the line, what would be the the likely consequences of you know if if we continue on the trajectory going on?
1: So what we've seen is that the South African government has embarked on a, on a borrowing spree. We are we're aware that it's engaging the IMF and the World Bank, as well as the BRICS Bank, uh, the New Development Bank, uh, including the African Development Bank. Um, so it's, a, it's an economy that's going to be uh, deeply indebted, um, and therefore basically. Uh, I think in the next four years, it's going to find itself uh, having to go uh, and negotiate part of this debt um, with, all the, all, with all the lenders um, and therefore cut the state drastically going forward. So, South Africa is going to undergo similar experiences as many African countries, our neighbors Zimbabwe, um, Zambia, Tanzania, of social adjustment processes but more important also, a shrinking economy, a falling infrastructure, and then probably uh, in the next 15 years, it will start rising again. Um, and it's really a symptom of a long-term decline that started in the 70s under the apartheid regime, um, and where the South African economy has been on decline. And we saw some improvements uh, in the late um, 90s and early 2000, due to a commodity boom. But really, I think uh, it's really a failure of taking those hard decisions by the South African authorities uh, from the apartheid regime and continuously even now. And therefore, I think South Africa is going to have to face its consequences, a failing state, a falling economy uh, and really declining living standard. Um, and in 15 years time, a resurgence of of, of growth again. And unfortunately, that's the story of South Africa. Um, And it's a story again of African countries. And I think here we're witnessing what has happened before in the rest of Africa.
0: Mm. And, and just, just lastly, I mean, you, you are projecting that there, there will be a turnaround say, in give or take 15 years. What, what, what will precipitate the turnaround? What, that, that, that we've learned our lesson or that we'll have another uh, commodities boom or, or what, what, what will spark the that, that turnaround you know, when, when it happens?
1: I think there'll be new institutions that will emerge outside the ANC of South Africans who care about the country, uh, but also being pressurized by lenders. Uh, who will be so uh, uh, indebted uh, uh, to re- South Africa recovering because they want to be paid back what's being owed to them. And that will be the main driver, really. Imagine um, of new political formations, and new leadership across society and business, as well as lenders who are putting pressure of South Africa to get its act together because they're being owed lots of money. Even though at that point, they'll probably be repaid a cent on a rent. But that would be the expectation uh, coming from these uh, different players who want to turn the corner of a, of a failing South Africa and recreate a new vision uh, and a better life for all, which the NC has really failed uh, to to push through.
0: Okay. Well folks, that's where we'll wrap up the Sunday Times Politics weekly for this week and we'd like to thank our guests for this week's conversation Dr. lumgile Mondi who teaches economics at uh, Vets University, Bonga Wongishoga, who's the Sunday Times Politics editor as well as Ms. Uh, Masamatiwane who's, Masama Tiwane, who's uh, the Sunday Times uh, political correspondent. And by the way, you can find a podcast of this conversation on iono.fm on Spotify. Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you prefer to source your podcasts. Until next time, stay safe, sanitize, wear that mask, and avoid crowded places. I'm Mike Sluma, signing off.